0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Master Level Marriage Podcast, where we discuss all things marriage and where you can discover the tools that you need to have a strong and healthy relationship. Our host, author, and marriage coach, Dr. Ronnie Gaines, will unpack many facets of a marital relationship as he dives into the dynamics of a marriage. In each episode, you will learn what it takes to succeed in your relationship and win in your marriage. Whether you are in the planning stages or have been married for several years, our desire is to help you grow and enrich your life as a couple and become a success story. Subscribe or follow us and be notified of each episode. Please leave us a review and help us help other couples. For more information, visit www.masterlevelmarriage.com. Thanks for checking us out. Now here's your host, Dr. Ronnie Gaines. Welcome to the Master Level Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronnie Gaines, and I'm so honored that you have taken your time out today to join us for this episode. I'm so grateful for those of you who are downloading, subscribing, and following this podcast. I want to give a shout out to some of those out there in different areas that have downloaded the episodes and have downloaded and started following. Our podcast, Uh, there are folks from San Antonio, Texas, Pryor, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Claremore, Oklahoma, Bartlesville, Oklahoma, Shoto, Oklahoma, Salina, Oklahoma, Freetown, Sierra Leone, Africa. Wow. Durant, Oklahoma, North Little Rock, Arkansas, Houston, Texas, Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire, Africa. Folks in Liberia, I want to make a shout out to them. Branson, Missouri, Denison, Texas, Bella Vista, Arkansas, Siloam Springs, Arkansas, Yukon, Oklahoma, and Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I want to make a shout out to all of you that have been downloading this podcast. Thank you. This helps us spread to more people and see more lives change. And that is what this podcast is about. And I am grateful for those of you that are downloading, subscribing, and following. If you go down below, you can click on where you can leave a comment. And we're going to be uh, looking at some of those comments. We're going to be taking some questions into future episodes. I want us to interact, and that's the way that we're going to interact. Today, I want to start out in this episode talking about recently I had a person come to me and said, I, my wife and I just can't connect anymore. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's wrong. We've been together for a few years. We've been married a few years. We started out connecting really well, and now we just don't connect. And I began to think about that, and so I formulated a three-part series on connecting in your marriage, and it's important that you connect. Connect. It's important that you stay connected. And sometimes we start basically kind of veering away from that connection because we get into a life of side by side. We go to church. We take kids to school. We have to go grocery shopping. We have to mow the lawn. We have to do tasks around the house. We have to be here. We have to be there. So we start living life side by side rather than spending some time face-to-face. We'll be talking about this in some future episodes, but it really is connecting in your marriage. And so I've developed these three things that I believe are very important on in, in connecting in your marriage. And one of those, the first thing that I want you to see in this episode is self-reflection. Now, we've talked in in another episode about personal development, and this really does involve that, but mostly a self-reflection. And the first thing that I want you to see how to connect in self-reflection is understanding the importance of self-reflection. We have to understand how important it is to self-reflect because this gives us an opportunity to really uh, gain awareness of our own strengths and our own weaknesses. You know, it's easy to see someone else's weaknesses, and we even point those out many times. And I don't think that, that we have to try very diligently to find someone else's weaknesses. But think about your own strengths and your own weaknesses. Now, sometimes we want to focus more on the strengths than we do weaknesses. And I understand that some of our weaknesses uh, are weaknesses that, or maybe personality traits and some of those weaknesses basically probably won't won't really change a lot in our lifetime but there are many weaknesses that we can hone and we can we can work on to in, increase those weaknesses and maybe bring them closer in the line of being our strengths and so it, it helps us be aware of our strengths and weaknesses and we do this by focusing on our thoughts, our emotions and behaviors. What what are you thinking? How are your thoughts determining your emotions and how are your emotions determining your behaviors? We need to begin to look at this when it comes to self-reflection and see what is it that's causing my emotions to rise? What is it that's what am I thinking about? That's causing my emotions to rise and ultimately leading to some kind of negative behavior. So, as we look at this idea of being aware of our strengths and weaknesses and what, it, what caused it or what we can reflect on to see what's, what's causing some of our weaknesses, then we begin to, uh, when it comes to emotions, we get to uh, cultivate uh, empathy. And so when we self-reflect, we're cultivating an empathy towards another person. So if we want to connect with our spouse, when we start understanding our thoughts, our emotions and our behaviors, it helps us cultivate empathy for our spouse in the way. Think about this. What ticks you off? What is it that ticks you off? What aggravates you? What what hurts your feelings? Or think about this. What annoys you? When we start self-reflecting on those things in our life and we start looking at our weaknesses or these things that really bother us, then we can put ourselves in the place of our spouse. You know, empathy is not always experiencing what someone else experiences. Empathy could be that we don't, we don't experience it, but we begin to understand it. And that is where we begin to connect we know what hurts us. We know what annoys us. We know what ticks us off. So think about what ticks off your, your wife, your husband. What, what annoys them? What aggravates them? What hurts them? This is self-awareness. When we learn about our own weaknesses and our own awareness of our, our thoughts, emotions, and, and behaviors, then we can start having empathy for our spouse. So the first thing that we see in self-reflection is understanding the importance. Well, the, the second thing is identifying areas of personal growth. We will be talking about this throughout all the shows, talking about personal growth. I believe this is a very uh, important aspect of connecting as a married couple is personal growth or personal development or progressing personally. We've talked about that already and growing being this key component of of developing a good marriage is to grow. So I heard this quote stating this, improving yourself is the first step in improving everything else. Man, that's so powerful. As we improve ourselves, everything else becomes uh, improved. Or you could say it like this, that uh, when we learn and we realize that change begins in us, then everything around us begins to change. So by improving yourself, this will open up areas where you can learn and or enhance your listening skills. Uh, As we improve ourselves, we learn to listen. You know, this is one of my maybe one of my downfalls is active listening. Uh, That sometimes I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next before the person finishes, and I'm not actively listening. This is something that we need to work on, that when someone's speaking to us, actively listen. One of the things that I see in a lot of people in our culture is that we have our Uh, watches that are connected to our phones. We have our phones that vibrate or make noise. And when we're speaking to someone, our conversation is interrupted by our watches, our phones. And when those things vibrate or make a noise, our attention goes towards those devices rather than staying focused on those that we're supposed to be actively listening to. This is really a disrespectful um, uh behavior that when we're listening focus, be present at that moment those things can wait once you finish the conversation, then you can go back and look at whatever it was that was giving you some kind of notification but it's really uh, in enhancing personal development or or say uh, uh, this personal growth is basically enhancing. Your listening skills. It's also practicing patience. Another one of my weaknesses, I'm, I'm not a very patient person and I have to learn to be patient. Uh, one of the problems here where we live, we have a lot of trains and stoplights. And when it just seems like they know when I'm coming. And as soon as I get there, here comes the train. As soon as I get there, the light turns red and I have to sit and wait. And I'm, I get so frustrated and I'm impatient. But sometimes those those times of our day can be the most. Uh, impactive and important times of the day when we're sitting still, we're able to focus on maybe a thought or something, a conversation that we are having with someone else. Just be patient. Personal growth and personal development helps us Uh, in our patients and help us create patients practice it. And it's also about honing communication skills. You know, we've talked about this, that one of the biggest issues in our, in a relationship is communicating properly. But when we self reflect and know what, what, how we perceive great communication, then we can also, in our behaviors, apply great communication. Another thing is developing a culture of grace. We're going to spend an entire episode on this idea of creating a culture of grace. One of the things we want to do in our homes, in our marriages, is develop a culture of grace first before suspicion or lack of trust. We'll, we'll get into that in more detail later. But when we, when we grow personally, it helps us create uh, a life or um, a culture of grace. I, I've learned this, that offer grace as often as you can, because one day, you might need it. So we've talked about self-reflection and and how we uh, can develop a life of connection in our marriage. And the first thing being that we learn the importance of reflection, and then we have this idea of identifying areas of personal growth. Well, the third and final thing of self-reflection is strengthening emotional intelligence. Strengthening emotional intelligence. This refers to the ability to recognize, to understand, and to manage emotions, not just your emotions, but learn how to manage someone else's emotions. So, uh, emotional intelligence is about you and about your spouse. This gives us the ability we have to learn. And when we create a life and a marriage of strengthening emotional intelligence, then we can be aware of our own emotions. And when I say be aware of our own emotions is some emotions need to be brought into check, not be over emotional, but we need to be aware of our emotions, uh, emotions, but we also need to accurately perceive others' emotions, not assume Accurately perceive those emotions. Sometimes uh, we we see maybe the look on, on our spouse's face, and we instantly get offended because uh, the look on their face. Well, that look on their face might be something outside of your relationship. Many things, many problems that we have are outside of our own relationship. They're external, but we bring them in and we internalize them as. They're mad at me or they're upset at me. They have a problem with me. But sometimes we just have problems. It shows in our face. It shows in our countenance. But we really, it's an outside external force that's causing the issues. But we bring it personally. Listen, we're not all that. And it's not all about you. You have to understand that everything in your marriage is not about you. Some things are about the emotions that we're feeling outside and external from the relationship. So we have to accurately perceive, not only understand our emotions, but accurately perceive the emotions. But this is emotional intelligence. And but I, something I want you to realize is this, that when it comes to emotions, that we need to be aware of that and, and perceive others' emotions. This does not and should not negate reasoning that sometimes emotional emotions might drive the relationship. But, but I don't want us to think that that it does not or should not negate logic or reasoning. You know, the left brainers out there, they're about reasoning and logic. The, the right brainers are about emotions in relationships and and all of the things connected to emotions but sometimes we make decisions off of our emotions rather than making decisions off of our logic sometimes we do need to make decisions off our emotions we need to let our emotions drive that men you guys have a difficulty expressing your emotions and your feelings we need to be more open on that and sometimes making decisions needs needs to be done Logically and reasonably, not based on your emotions. But don't let that hinder expressing your emotions or being aware of your emotions. And these being aware of these emotions and strengthening your emotional intelligence is all about self-awareness. Set back, think about what it is that affects you emotionally. Be aware of things that might trigger emotions. Some things need to be put in check, and we need to to manage our emotions. Sometimes, some of us are over the top emotionally. Doesn't matter what happens, um, we are affected. We we become emotional. We we rant. We rave. We flail our arms. We become almost. We need to be aware of that and bridle some of our emotions where we're not over the top emotionally. And also uh, part of this strengthening emotional intelligence is self-regulation. Again, that's going back to regulating your emotions and being aware and then regulating how over the top we can be or regulating how much of those emotions affect everyone around you. And so when we begin to connect in our marriage, we need to to first be aware, self-awareness, self-regulation. And social awareness again. This goes back to the accurately perceiving one uh, someone else's emotions. Social awareness is knowing what's going on around you. It's not just about you all the time. We have to be aware of the emotions of our wife, the emotions of our husband. We need to see those signs and start start uh, seeing or uh, recognizing their emotions and what. Moves them, you know. I I know what button to push to aggravate my wife, Um, and sometimes in in a conflict we push those buttons, and we, you know, we're really pushing the buttons of our ally. They're not against us. Our spouse is not against us. They're for us, but we have a tendency to push those buttons. We need to be aware of their feelings as well. Be patient and have grace for their their emotions and this is how we connect is through self-awareness self-regulation and social awareness and the and the final piece of emotional intelligence is the is effective relationship management effective relationship management. This is where we learn to communicate. We learn conflict resolution, how to do it correctly. We'll be talking about that in future episodes, but it's basically things in our marriage, how to find face-to-face time and spend our, our, our side-by-side time, uh, manage that properly, where we spend time face-to-face, developing our connection together, being around each other, not just in our day-to-day life, but in a personal connection. Now today this has been a lot of information in one episode, but I want to re- reiterate what we talked about because we're talking about uh, connecting as a couple and that's all about self-awareness. That's about learning the importance of self-awareness and that we need to understand our thoughts, we need to understand our feelings and our behaviors and our strengths and weaknesses. This is an uh, you know, all about personal growth, improving your personal growth, not just about learning the importance of self-reflection, but self-reflection is about improving your personal growth. And it's about strengthening your emotional intelligence. I hope this has been a a, a very uh, important episode for you today. And I, I, I want you, I always like to give you something to do. I want you to if you have to go back and listen to this again, write these steps down. Start implement, implementing these in your strategies every day. Be intentional about setting down and thinking, even if you have to take notes, sit down, be intentional about writing these things down and learning everything you can about self-reflection. Now, again, I thank you so much for being on this episode with me. Go down, subscribe, follow and I am so grateful that you're here with me today. And I am so excited about the future episodes that, of these next two parts of connecting in your marriage. Share this with someone. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Write your questions and write your comments. And we will connect with you in future episodes. So remember, be your best self. Live out your full potential and experience your best marriage. I'll see you on the next show.